one. You guys are live. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got that bourbon street stay with the Oreo shake. Get some whipped cream on the top too. Two straws, one check, girl, I got you. Bougie like Natty in the styrofoam. I hate, in the I hate the fact that I kind of like this song. <laughs> I'm just looking at the dad in that beard, don't I? I know. Well, I know. <laughs> okay. So uh, there's a lot of rumors going around uh, that that video is in, is in fact me. All right. That's, that's been going around on the internet. Look at here. Oh, how do I get it back on? All right. See? Uh, oh, except he's much more handsome, more muscles, looks better. Yeah, thank you. That that makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> uh, but I'm here to address this once and for all, that that is actually me. It's uh, it's me and my six-year-old daughter. <laughs> She's just very tall in that in that video. He, is it? I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is. I assume, uh, judging by the way the music goes... Uh, that it's one of those Florida Georgia Line fake country bands. I I couldn't tell you, man. I I mean, I probably look it up real quick, but I I couldn't no fucking idea. tell you. No idea. Uh, when songs like that come on, I, I like I said, it's like the weekend, right? You know the the weekend. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, no, the weekend. The the artist. Yes. Oh no. Oh really? It's there's a. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy called the weekend, and. Uh, Patrick Patton. No, no. What was his name? Patton, the firefighter guy. He brought him. He brought him. Oh, up. Jason Patton. Jason Patton. He brought him up when he was on our show. And, uh, I want, after I saw him on the Super Bowl, I don't know if it was this year or last year or whatever. Was it on a weekend? Yes, it was. It was Sunday. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. So I, I saw him and I'm like, oh, I hate this guy already. I just couldn't, like all these people had jock straps on their faces and I, I'm just going to be the curmudgeon old guy and be like, oh, he's fucking stupid. I'm not going to deal with this. And then I heard him uh, on like mix on my, one of my mix. You know, you, you have the Amazon music and you oh, have yeah, it yeah. play. And he's good. He's like, shit, I, I hate to admit hate, this, but I like it. It makes me un... Well, do you know what? I think when you get to a certain age, you know that there's you're not cool. There's nothing cool about me, so I can enjoy all this we stuff. We knew that. That's right. Welcome to the 21 Gun Podcast, the official podcast of the Reverend Warriors, America's favorite war heroes, because that's what you all are. You're all war heroes. You're Audie Murphy, Chesty Puller, Robin <clears throat> Olds. I couldn't, th- I couldn't think of a famous sailor. John Paul Jones. None of you are John. Ooh. Eric Bunger. Oh, what did he say here? So now now he you must-, must recreate that video. Oh, somewhere. that would be funny. My daughter would love to do that. Oh, uh, daddy daughter. Hey, uh, uh, Bud- Budinger, whatever. Uh, tell me what a famous, I can't think of, a, like, you know, Chesty Puller. I can't think of the, the Navy version of that. Um so help me out there. If you know, if you know a favorite famous sailor, uh, call it today. 800-999-3785. We'll have you come up. I'm just kidding. Don't call, if you that, call that number. I'm going to laugh. Any proof? Uh, I said that first thing because, uh, 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 Admiral Halsey. Oh yes. Yes. You're right. And I believe didn't. Yes. Admiral. Uh, watch this. Watch this freaking brain. Admiral Halsey was on the Hornet and that was the, the Doolittle raid. And he was in charge of the, um, the fleet of naval boats. <laughs> I'm screwing this all up, but he was in charge of that whole, that whole thing. Um, so yeah. Oh yeah, Lieutenant Michael Murphy. No, that's, Mike- he. He added another oh, one. Oh shit! Yeah, look right up here. Which Fuck side? Can him. you see it? No, it's on your side. You see the firefighter? Can you reach up and grab that? You see the firefighter says engine fifty three. Oh yeah. Uh, here we go. So this is the this is my tribute to Mike Murphy. Uh, he wore this, not this one, but he wore that on his patch during his. Uh, Deployments. Uh, I guess he was a firefighter. That's all. Uh, I just recently actually rewatched every now and then when I have nothing to do. I, I there's nothing. There's nothing to watch anymore. I don't. No. I can't get in no. anything. I can't watch sports. I can't watch. I don't know the Bachelor. I just I can't find anything. So do you want know to end up watching? Porn up? No. I I end up watching. <laughs> I end up watching. Uh, uh, the, what's the one the fat people it's, uh, it's my 600 pound life <laughs> oh my god are you crying he's like got a tub of ice cream like, I, watch, I, I watch my 600 pound life and then I watch uh, uh, Intervention for some reason I like train wrecks and uh, I found I found that Mike Murphy movie I can't remember what the heck the name of it was apparently it's all bullshit um, oh the one with uh, Marky Mark played uh, Marcus Luttrell I won't get too far into it, but look it up. Um, look God, up. America, no, um, just Google. Christ, what's the name of that? The, 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 the I don't fuck it. Doesn't Lone matter. Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor. Survivor. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, ended up watching that. So yeah, I don't know. That was a long way around to tell you that yes, there are some famous Navy personnel besides John Paul Jones. So uh, that's it. Anyways, the beginning of that was uh, a homage to the fact that we do, or not we, the civilian world tends to treat veterans as if we are all heroes. Um, if actually when my first interview, I think was with Donnie O'Malley way back when, almost 100 episodes ago, we talked a lot about that, about the, the uh, idea that we are these mythical warriors and then we look at ourselves in the mirror and you're like i'm just a shithead that signed my name on a contract what do you think uh i'm gonna uh, this will be the theme of the show what do you think or how do you think the civilians image of us like that harms or helps so to a degree i think it it honestly harms more than it does good because we're held to such a high standard and i also think that social media and hollywood has played military to be such a high standard to that everybody who serves as a hero everybody sacrificed their life everybody's gone through this when we know damn well like very few where's the camera very few have gone to actually fight actually serve even be injured even yeah. lose their lives very few even admit it too right yeah. so if michael murphy survived we know of, yeah. and you were like you were like, dude, you were a fucking hero. I mean, what you did, he would have been, he, I guarantee you, because most of these Medal of Honor guys are just next level. They would be like, I didn't fucking do anything. I just went and did my job. And, and that's kind of, and, and, and that was always like one of my biggest issues is, uh, this is before, of course, I reached my Zen level of mellowness. He went, oh. <laughs> but uh, that used to be one of my biggest issues. People would say, thank you for your service. And I would get red zone. Like I would get so angry. Blue Obviously, I know red. it's not it's not healthy. I know that. Um, but it was because of that. It's like why the fuck? Why are you thanking me? Like what? What? I didn't do crap. So on top of that, I think what plays into that is you also get the vets that who they, internally they know they didn't deploy or they didn't fight in combat, and then you say thank them for their service. What? Did All my notes just disappeared. Oh, Every man. single note just disappeared. Sorry, you keep talking. I have it here. Um, but yeah, so you, you get those vets that know that they haven't served. And I know quite a few who have gotten to the point where they it has bothered them so much that they wish they would go back in to try and fight or serve or do more. So then you have a, a, a civilian that has no idea what you've done, says comes, and thank, comes up and thanks you for your service. I know a lot of them, and I've seen it. They feel even worse because now they're like, well, shit. I know I didn't deploy. I know I didn't go anywhere. Now I feel even worse because someone just thanked me and I haven't done anything. You've done enough. We as forward combat, those who have deployed and are not combat or actual been in combat, we can't do our job. We couldn't do our jobs without you guys. So I think it honestly to a degree harms it more than helps. For those of us who didn't get the welcome home to hear it, sometimes it's kind of nice. You, yeah. we, we came, I came home to an empty barracks room, um, and not to get personal, but you know, girlfriend cheated, et cetera, et cetera. I got the whole Jody letter, and I came home to an empty barracks room, um, a warm case of beer, and a cold uh, pizza. Yeah, I, 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 mine wasn't that bad, but I did come home from a number of deployments just by myself, and you just go home, and you're like, well, what the hell was that? Yep, I got. <laughs> Where the hell was I? Think I? I got one letter while I was there the entire time, so yeah. it sucks. Like you come home thinking you're gonna have this grand old freaking, you know, welcome home because you you see those all the time. Yeah, yeah, people running and hugging families, and you come home, and you're like, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and people wonder why people wonder warm. why mental health takes a takes a toll. Yeah, and that's yeah. So. Um, I don't know. It's one of the themes that we talk a lot about on the show. And I've grown over time to be like, who was it? Uh, I can't remember who was telling me. Uh, oh, it was Silky Stephanie Parker. She was like, uh, I, I forget how she put it, but it was like, she mellowed me out on that. I remember, just go back and listen to her episode. I can't remember. It was a very early one. Go back and listen to that. She actually, one of the best interviews we ever had uh, is Stephanie Parker. So I, I want to say it was like within the first 15. But I oh, learned yeah, more I about being, I learned more about being a veteran from talking with her for an hour than uh, 10 years prior to that. So a uh, really good thing. What's new? Uh, it's quiet in the studio tonight. We have nobody over here. And that's kind of by design because there's a new dog in my house. Yeah. Uh, he's a puppy, and I don't know if you guys ever had a puppy in your house, but it's insanity. It it's, is. It's crazy. It's like it's almost like a toddler with that can eat you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you have razor blades in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some yeah. toddlers do have. So uh, I, I figured we'd make it nice and quiet here, 
and just have Jeremy over. There's going to be some changes in the episode format. So we listen to you guys. We understand, you know, what you like, what you don't like. I also, behind the scenes, I, I can look at analytics and I can see where people tune in, tune out and all that stuff. And it appears that these live interviews don't do as well as just having hike coordinators on and talking about um, whatever's going on in the world of veterans. And that's fine. So what I think I'm going to do is put the interviews on hiatus. Uh, an interview is very difficult to do, especially with the stranger uh, in a live situation. Live. If you do it pre-recorded, it's way more relaxed. I can cut out 15 minutes. If the dude's like, I got to use the bathroom. Cool. If is, if the audio doesn't work, we're like, okay, I'll call you back in 15 minutes. Get a better thing. See that that's, that works. And we were just running into so like we had Dan Flores on such a cool dude and everything was messed up for that show. And it was like, man, I, and, and I'd like to get him on. So what we're going to do is these are going to be the live shows. If I contacted you and there's a lot of you, I got about a dozen people that are going to be interviewed. We're going to reschedule those. We're just going to do one-on-ones. And then during these episodes, I'll show you a snippet of that. Almost like Tucker Carlson. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. got that Tucker Carlson tonight and then he yep. has Tucker Carlson today. And that'll be the Kevin Sullivan today version of the 21 gun. If you guys want to hear uh, stories from those people. And then it allows us to kind of just not stress out so much because right now if shit hits the fan, I mean, we're only going to lose Russ. Oh, <laughs> Russell. Uh, and Patrick. Although Patrick, I would be very disappointed in losing because yeah, he's got you, a beautiful he, mustache. I and, swear. Uh, Kevin was like, we were talking to him backstage and just Kevin is just over here just like, I love mustaches. Like I love your mustache. Like it's I just not, want to grow man. You want to take a It's strictly platonic. <laughs> uh, it's just the way it is. So, anyways, uh, we won't be doing interviews anymore. Uh, well, just no live interviews. And uh, I hope you enjoy that. What else do we have? But what will we do? What do you mean? Going from here on out, what will we be doing as we go oh, through? Oh, I yeah. want more input from you guys. So I know there's people that. Um, uh, comment and do all yeah. that stuff so like let's say right now i decide to ask jamie or jamie pull it up jamie if i ask jeremy <laughs> uh would you rather be funny but really stupid or boring but really smart and jeremy would say ah well since i'm already stupid <laughs> i'd go rather smart. be boring <laughs> than smart and then we would talk and then someone would say no in the comments i would rather be this and we're like do you know what Bring him on up, and then you Let's you find out you why. DM Jeremy, and then we'll get you on. We'll we'll talk. So we're gonna have more interaction with you guys uh, live on the show. Uh, be respectful, no politics, and no nudity, at least from the waist down. No nudity, at least no, from the waist yeah. up. <laughs> no hey, waist down. Waist up. You, yeah, waist wait. down. I don't know. Yes, no Something nudity. Like so we're gonna do that. We're gonna have a lot of hike coordinators on. Uh, there's so many. I mean, there's 70 hike coordinators. If we did. Well, I mean, there's more than that because each team has like four or five least, people. Yeah, a couple people. So if you think about it, there's 52 weeks in a year. We take a couple weeks off. That's 50 interviews a year. We got plenty. We got plenty of people. Speaking of coordinators, we have Patrick. I can't. I forgot to ask him how to say his name. Beal. I'm going to say Beal. Looks German for Beal. He, he nodded. Okay, there we go. So we have Kansas City, Missouri high coordinator Patrick Beal coming on. We also have Russ Oxley coming on. You guys may have heard of him. What's the deal? I always see these pictures of people saying like, I love Russ or Russ was here or something like that. Yeah. What, what is that? What's, is, 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 so is, is he have like a cult? Russ has got a little cult. We have got a little cult going on for Russ. And it's just basically, Russell is so well known and loved and humble. And he's like that huggable, huggable, lovable guy that when you come up to him, he's so friendly and, and this is not to brown nose because I don't care if I get fired or not. Um, he's just that cool of a guy. And people just started like, you know what? Russ, like, I'm not going to make it. We're going to make sure Russell is there. So we, they started doing signs, uh, things like that. Is this is this West Coast, East Coast? I mean, do they like all the way back out? Back and forth. Oh, they, yeah. I mean, all the way out there, they still oh, yeah. do it? Oh, oh yeah. That's cool. Because I know he was uh, originally an East West Coast person. We'll get into that when we interview him. We're still going to do our live episode on August 19th. 100th episode. Uh, that's a pretty big deal uh, in the podcast world. Most podcasts don't make it past seven episodes. Rarely did they get past 50. So when you hit 100, it's kind of cool. So I'm really excited about that. This is going to be at Revival 1869. If you're in Raleigh, go to Revival 1869. That's in uh, Right in the heart of Clayton from 7 to 10 p.m. Uh, we're going to be on the patio. Uh, whoever has my speaker, my PA speaker, just give it to me, please. I left it at oh, a hike. Well, I, I told him like, I'd get it this weekend. Oh, okay, cool. Yep. Okay, so we'll get that. Um, it's really not a show... Uh, or it's not about the show for this. It is and it isn't. It's just fun to get out and see people, but it's also about dropping cash at Mike and Malia's bar. If you guys know Mike Stojic, a few episodes ago, he came on, explained his whole issue with COVID and trying to stay open and trying to still make money and keep his people employed. Uh, former Marine Corps officer, great guy. Uh, Malia's his, his business partner. 
just fantastic people, huge military supporters. Uh, they basically transformed downtown Clayton, North Carolina. Clayton used to be one of those towns you drove through and you're like, people we, live here. We were here. Yeah. And now <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like Pine, not, um, not Pinehurst right next to Pinehurst is Southern Pine. It's like Southern Pine. Basically. It's, it's beautiful. Freaking. Uh, if we do end up moving, I will miss. Uh, and actually when I was talking about moving, the idea of not being able to just drive and go to revival 1869 was one of the things that made me think, Oh, maybe I don't want to move. Because yeah. I would really miss that. I'm like 40 minutes away now. It sucks. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> uh, upcoming hikes, July 31st. I'm working on my voice if you haven't noticed. Uh, this week's hikes are July 31st in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. August 7th, Atlantic Beach, North Carolina. August 14th, I'm going to stop that. August 14th, Kansas City, Missouri. Also, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, Charlotte's a very pretty town. I was just there for something. I don't remember what. I was just there. TBI. I was just there. I don't I don't remember why I was there. San Jose, California, August 21st. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, August 20th. August is a busy month. Philly on August 21st. Atlanta, Smyrna. That's a little weird. August 21st. Quad Cities. First off, how dumb am I that I didn't realize there was a quad, like a name of a place called Quad Cities. Was that Iowa? Yes. IA? That's not Indiana? No, it's I, it, that's Iowa. What's Indiana. I, oh no, that's yeah, that's Indiana. I uh, I O is Iowa. Are you sure? No, no I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we don't know. It's it's I A, whatever that is. Indiana, <laughs> Igloo, Arkansas. I have no idea. I have no idea. Dude, I don't fucking Iowa. Know. Iowa is I W. What mm. might be? I A is Iowa. Yeah, you just said that like you're smart, but someone commented. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Iowa. What's Indiana then? I N. I N. Okay. In, okay. In, right. I get that. And then August twenty eighth to cap off this wonderful month of August is the Raleigh, North Carolina hike, which yours truly is going to be there signing autographs. So uh if you're interested in going to a hike, anyone's welcome. Bring every veteran that you know, your grandma, your grandpa, your uh, dad, your sister, your cousins, everybody, bring them on down, get them out to a hike because that's what it's all about. Um, shop Irreverent Warriors. Also, these things aren't free, so head over to ReverentWarriors.com and hit the little shop button. Uh, there's great stuff over there at that website. Who are the... I got a question. <clears throat> I'm just... I think I'm just a jealous little Nancy. Who gets to... Look, scroll down. Who gets to model for these? They literally put it out saying, hey, if you want to be a model, if you want to start advertising their stuff, submit your photos and things like that. I heard, I heard this, right? This is... Okay, watch. They say... You might need to pull me up. They say to do your model face, uh, smile, but don't smile. Wait, I can't. How do you smile, but don't smile? Okay, maybe it says smile, and then raise your eyebrows and get rid of your smile. <laughs> That's your model face. Good Or wait, Lord. maybe maybe it says smile, drop your eyebrows, <laughs> and, then, and then don't and smile. And then don't smile. Uh, no, what are you, Derek Zoolander? I don't, I, don't Jesus. Have a, I don't have a model face, so fuck it. I'm not, <laughs> not going to be a, a model. Anyways, head over to reverentwarriors.com, the shop, buy some stuff, maybe pick up some coffee. Uh, they have 22 Sierra, Quack, dark some humor. Uh, pick some of that up. It's very delicious. Remember, all proceeds go to Reverend Warriors to help veterans suicide. <laughs> of course, if you don't care about veterans, uh, hold on. It's the actual face you make when taking a time. <laughs> Who said that? Oh, he's... <laughs> king today that's all i got uh that was a long intro it was very long very long like my ego uh ego <laughs> yeah uh do you have anything uh no other than that um i guess again tonight make sure you guys allow Streamyard to access your facebook comments we've had a couple people comment i don't know who the fuck you are um and second again i am putting this out there if you show up to the august 19th event with wearing any kind of 21 gun official merch you can't just make it on your own i will buy you a drink not top shelf top shelf drink i heard them pappy all around shit all right news around the aor this is something i wanted to bring up real quickly and we'll, we'll talk to russ about this because we have such a huge contingent of reverent warriors here in north carolina uh did i tell you to bring up number three um i tried to get someone from survivor outreach down in fort bragg to come on uh but fort bragg outreach services is asking for donations of boots for memorial display in august the outreach needs 1,000 boots that will represent the 7,500 service members who died in combat since the terrorist attacks on september 11th i don't understand i don't understand why a thousand like why not seven thousand five hundred 
I don't know. That I reached out to them. I said, "Hey, come on," and they never got back to me. So I, we could ask these questions, but uh, we can't. So, anyways, um, what else? August twenty eighth. Nope. The last day of Survivor Outreach Series will be will accept donations is August thirteenth. Boots can be donated at Fort Bragg at the following locations: Soldier and Family Readiness Group. Whatever. Just Google. I'm not going to read all that. Google Fort Bragg Survivor. Uh, survivor outreach fort bragg survivor outreach if you have a pair of boots that you don't wear anymore they're too small bring them over there and help memorialize our fallen veterans uh i guess i'll just go in order here but i feel like i'm mean to the air force a lot which is which is okay you're mean to the air force it's okay though because i am it's like i can make fun of italians because i'm irish now because i'm italian um (laughs) But yeah, so I mean, because I'm part of it, I can I can use that. It's just like, anyways, I don't know what is going on with the Air Force. I have no idea. I okay, the dog that I was talking about is a dog named Chapman. Chapman is he's named after Medal of Honor recipient John Chapman. John Chapman charged up a hill with a SEAL team, took out multiple enemy bunkers single-handedly. The SEAL team retreated. He just kept going. He was mortally wounded. He took a bunker. He held the top of the hill for like. Overnight, he passed out. He woke up somehow. God, my notes keep freaking resetting, and it's. I'm gonna get pissed here in a second. Oh my god, get dude! Mad. You should see. Well, do you know Let what? Let the hate flow through you. I should not care. Do you know what? Can you grab my um? I don't my swing tablet? that way, bro. Hold on. The, the tablet behind you. I'm just. I, no, you know what? Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to need that because. Anyways, he goes up there and he takes out. Thanks. He takes out these uh, these Taliban strongholds, and then he dies. He earns during this time, uh, from what I understand, two medals of honor. And if you got, if anyone out there can explain to me how someone earns two medals of honor, but he only got one. But if you read the thing, it's like, oh, he earned his first medal doing this, and he earned his second in the same, like within ten minutes. This dude well, you, did did crazy as in shit. like how are you presented it, or are you no like the, the your actions uh, were deserving of a medal of honor? Okay, so twice it's one incident. And then another, right? It's not um, like he, but was, he wasn't, it wasn't a continuous thing. It's he. Granted, it was all in. It happened congruent to the next one, but it's happened once. Passed out, woke up, and had to keep had to do more shit. Right, right. But that's fine. I get that they didn't, but they didn't honor it. Like he didn't get. He just has one medal. Well, because they can't present two, they'll present one, and they'll probably have like a uh, a, a V Oak for dollars or something like, something like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with Evernote. Uh, I mean, it's, it's working. Is for yours me. working? Yeah, I have no problem. It's still up. I'm gonna try on this laptop here, but it's not. Uh, it's not even letting me sign in. So I'll do. I'll do the best I can do. Um, anyway, so the Air Force made uh, headlines for the Chief Master Sergeant in the Air Force, uh, Sergeant Bass, decided to play Mario Kart. They had a Mario Kart competition. This is what the Air Force is doing. And uh, this is where your tax dollars are going. She uh, she lost. And um, horribly, we're supposed to give a shit. We're supposed to say, ah, ha, ha, Air Force is li- what? What <laughs> is going on? This is how you get your drone operators. God, I have no idea. The four round tournament was part was uh, was part of a presentation by the Air Force Gaming uh, by Air Force Gaming. So I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I didn't realize that Air Force had a gaming group. Uh, it's a service-wide organization that aims to connect far-flung airmen in, through video games. Just two years old, Air Force Gaming has nearly 15,000 players, 144 teams. But um, yeah, the Air Force decided that playing Mario Kart with your highest enlisted personnel is how they want to present themselves. I mean, it's I mean it's good unit cohesion. You get to screw around and beat no, the living daylights out of them. It's stupid. I have no idea what the military is going to. Uh, speaking of that, let's bring on. I just realized it's eight twenty four. Let's bring on our first guest. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Patrick Beal. Ooh, be you just one. wanted that mustache. I do. I am. Uh, I, I I'm still self editing. Patrick, so. you got to unmute yourself. There he is. So okay. I understand the call of the mustache. It's called me too. So thanks for having me. Yes. Ah. Yes. It's um. Here's the thing. I assume you're not married. Uh, not yet. No. Right. Oh, wait. So, Ooh. so there is someone in the in the mix. Yep. I'm engaged. I'll be married in March of next year. <gasps> Ooh, do there's tell. still time. Sometimes there's. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we turn into a couple of kvetching women, 
uh, <laughs> on the view and <laughs> we start talking about stuff like this. No more blowjobs. No <laughs> hey, more. Hey, hey, oh, hey. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, um, it takes a lot of balls to have the mustache and it's something that I bring up a lot is that only younger guys can pull off the mustache because after a certain age, it, it, it stops becoming cool and it only becomes Wilford Brimley. Like I had a mustache <laughs> for three months and I kept like catching myself in the mirror and I just looked like, I looked like someone's dad. <laughs> I wasn't cool. But you are someone's it dad. Went, oh shit, you're right. So what you're saying is just own it. Just own it. So mine might come back. I, I actually shaved it down a little bit. It was getting very thick. Uh, and with I, two C's thick. Yes, it was definitely right. with two C's. Um, so yeah, obviously we have you on because you have a hike coming on in two weeks. Uh, let's first though get into who you are as a person. Uh, you're an active duty Marine, correct? Uh, yes, I'm currently enrolled in Marine Corps Reserves. So unfortunately, I'm a I'm the nasty guy that y'all make fun of all the time. But I'm okay uh, with that because uh, you know you can call me a reservist and call me a tampon. More importantly, you can call me at home. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and since since you are um, actively in the military, mm-hmm. uh, what I'm going to do now is ask you uh, to speak specifically in the 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 uh, um, in the realm of a NCO in the Marine Corps and mm-hmm. ask you political questions. So okay. I'm just kidding. I'm, no, I'm kidding. Exactly <laughs> what they tell us not to do. But yeah, I know. What's before, funny is so, like, I mean, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. What do you want to talk about? Uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Um, where are you from originally? Uh, from Springfield, Missouri, originally, and okay. uh, enlisted pretty much the, the poster child for Marine Corps recruitment right out of high school. And I uh, wanted to be a motivator and ended up here. I've uh, been attached to a weapons company, 323, as a machine gunner, um, kind of hooking and jabbing as we can. Now, are you, is that like one weekend a month, two weeks a year sort of thing with the reserves? Or I don't, I don't so understand how it works. It, it, for I think a majority of non-infantry MOSs, I believe it is. Uh, we okay. our schedule is a little different. We kind of do um, not necessarily like the one week in a month, but we'll come in on like a. We try and get at least four or five good days worth in there, depending okay. on how it allows. So like recently, we've been doing. Um, we'll go in on like a Saturday, so it's easy for everybody to travel, and then sure. we drill through into like Tuesday or Wednesday of the next week, depending on. Like I said, it. it it's really changing, especially with COVID. It's been oh, is that hectic thing? to say the least. So I seriously, I, I if someone tells me to put a freaking mask on, I know we're not supposed to go there, but I'm just going to be like, really? Are we, are we still doing this? We're still doing this. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, I, I digress. Um, uh, what is the, this is a question I think about with a lot of the, the active duty. I know you're active duty, but you're active mm-hmm. in the military. Uh, what is it like? What's the atmosphere of a post-war Marine Corps? Like uh, mm-hmm. pretty much the last 20 years <coughs> it's been deploy, gear up for deployment, deploy, mm-hmm. gear up for deployment, go to, I don't know, NCO school, gear up for deployment, mm-hmm. deploy. What What's going on now? Like what is the, what's the tempo? What are you guys doing? Are you preparing for like, China or what? <laughs> well, you don't so have to give away anything. We need to know. It was interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's all very classified. I'm sure, yeah. as you know, as an E4 in the uh, infantry <laughs> battalions, the security clearance is our utmost concern. So, um, <laughs> E4 Moff. What's it's E4? Is that a corporal? Corporal. Uh, okay. Corporal. Uh-huh. okay. Um, it's, uh, it's been a very interesting one thing I was really surprised about was how gung ho everybody was at our unit. Um, you know, you kind of always have that like picture painted in your, uh, in your pet of like, no, don't make me run. I'm full of chocolate kind of thing. And I was like, Oh, okay. You know, whatever I'm going to get here. It's going to be a bunch of, you know, fat bodies and we're just going to do our thing, get out of here, get in, get out and get done. Um, but I've had a very consistent uh, group. Everybody's been really locked on. We're consistently, um, motivated. You don't, it really is surprising to me. Um, it's very difficult and I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for this in the comment section, but it's very difficult to run a actual functional civilian life and then try and maintain even, a, you know, anything close to a Marine Corps standard and MOS proficiency. So yeah. um, telling these guys to go out, you know, 26 days a month and be a normal person, have a good paying job, have good relationships, don't, you know, do anything stupid, try not to kill yourself or other people. It's like, oh, and then by the way, when you come back, we're going to forget that we trust you for 26 days a month and treat you like a child again. It creates really? a very interesting strain on some people. Do you know what? So like, like, uh, 
what do you know what would be a funny skit like to do on YouTube is the Marine Corps reservist working at like Kinko's <laughs> and he's doing all that like I can't even do it. I don't know how to do your little yurt. your all your yurts and yuts and yurt, yurt. <laughs> it comes from the soul really and the okay, lack so. of brain cells, but uh, okay. it's a <laughs> I think that would be hysterical. What? It comes from your man gut, from your diaphragm. And just some dude, <laughs> like, just some dude, like, so, like the guy's oh, making man. copies and he's like, in the core, we mm-hmm. do it this way. And like, <laughs> in the core, we do it this way. He passes yeah, yeah. the button into the machine. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You see, I've had embarrassing moments like that where um, there was a period of time where I was uh, helping out the unit for quite a while. It was a couple of weeks. I ended up staying over there extra to try and get some stuff done. And I had um, missed a couple other. Um, events so to speak and so i was just hanging out there trying to make up some time and then get some stuff squared away and i came back to work and i saw a recruiter walking through uh, my job and he had his blues on and without missing a beat i was like raw sergeant (laughs) damn it oh no and he just looked at me like uh hey because like i'm in civilian clothes (laughs) he doesn't know who the fuck i am and i'm like yes yeah that was that was great i just felt like garbage the rest of the day i was like i'm i'm an idiot That's, this, is, uh, this is yeah that could be Rough. an entire topic of a show is just reasons oh, yeah. and, and okay. how they operate so in the i won't world. lie every now and then okay actually it actually happened today so we're planning the Raleigh hike and we stopped at the um, start point from where our hike <laughs> is going to be at it's at the marine corps officers recruiting selection center as we're leaving he's like yeah man my name is uh my name's ryan you know, have a good day man i was like er i was like what the fuck did i say yeah. that I've been mm-hmm. retired fucking 11 years and my ass went full boot for a, a dude who's yep. half my fucking age. I'm like, are you fucking It's, it's a knee jerk reaction. It's, you can't help it. <laughs> That's funny. We don't have that in the Air Force. It's more like, where's the five-star restaurant? God yeah. damn it. That's because they love you. How are the silky pillows where That's you are That's true. They do love you. <laughs> the Air Force loves you? Oh, they love you. He's like, oh man, I wake you. up and there's lobster on my bed today. Uh, yeah. One I'm time, like, oh man, I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm up, I'm here. Let me tell you guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> let me tell you guys a. Uh, it's hard for me to bring this up. Story time. Uh, this is a intense combat story. I'm gonna let you know. Reading rainbow. Uh, trigger warning. So we were flying into Oman, Jordan. Uh, it was a milk run, and uh, it was one of my favorite runs to do because you can buy booze in Oman, Jordan. Not saying that I. Not admitting to. I don't know what the statute limitations are in international crime, but alcohol might have been transported from Oman to some other portions of the Middle East where perhaps alcohol wasn't allowed. Uh, Our plane broke, so we went to the, I shit you not, five-star hotel, downtown Oman, Jordan. Keep in mind, the night before, we were sleeping in Balad, right, in a tent, and now we're in five-star hotel. And we go inside. There's a Benihana's. In the in the lobby, oh, oh just a Benihana, no big deal. So we eat Benihanas. <laughs> this is during a combat <laughs> no deployment. No big fucking deal. The Benihanas proceeds to <laughs> apparently, apparently, they cook in Benihanas with um, diarrhea-inducing something. Because but you had as it hit my mouth, my butthole was already kind of going. Whoa! Uh, whoa. There was uh. like a disconnect between my brain and my ass, and I'm like. <laughs> I got to get out of here. I run upstairs. No, this gets better. I run upstairs to my hotel room. I bust open the door. I go in. I take a seat on what I thought, what I thought was a toilet. A bidet. It was a bidet. Uh, <laughs> have you ever, you know, a colander? Picture taking a <laughs> picture taking a colander and filling it with beef stew <laughs> and then and then rinsing it off. <laughs> That's what happened to me. I don't mind, we just lost like six followers. Six <laughs> <years>. <laughs> uh, okay, so Eric, tell us about I your am not dropping any twenty-five push-ups. You can, I'll, I'll, I'll push up from laying down. Wasn't that a great story? I thought it was a great story. Yeah, we I got right tears by it. So, it Patrick, laugh. tell us yeah. about your hike, man. Tell us about guy. When did you first hear about Reverend Warriors? Uh, so I got uh, involved in it back in November of last year, which was the inaugural Casey hike. Um, I just had a couple. I was. I ran into a couple guys that I'd met before at previous little get-togethers uh, for various different things that I knew had been in the military. Um, I hadn't, I didn't know too much about them, but I saw the, the they were telling me, oh, like you gotta go sign up for this. He's like, we're gonna go dress in short shorts and act like assholes. And I was like, that's my jam. Let's do I'm it. <laughs> Daily life. And so um, 
I just signed up for it and I was like, hey, cool, I can get, I can be a part of this. And uh, I ended up running into at least a dozen or more people that I had met at some point or another that I didn't even know were veterans. And, you know, I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I went through it and it was just a really good time. I met a lot of really cool people um, and just, I enjoyed it. And then it kind of, I was like, yeah, I, I could, I could do this. And Patrick Sexton, uh, the coordinator was kind of looking for people who would want to help for next year. So I was like, oh, you know, why not? I'll, I'll give it a shot. And um, so we kind of like met once or twice and we were talking about it, but it, it got kind of real for me in January of, of this year because my, uh, my best friend was in a 2-4 Fox company with the, uh, the Raiders over there. And uh, I, he was going to be the best man at my wedding and everything. And I talked to him on a Thursday and I was like, hey, man, so excited. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. No strippers and blow, et cetera. Damn it. And uh, on the next following the following Tuesday, I was at work and his mom called me and she's like, Hey, what's going on? And I was like, Oh, what's up? And she's like, Drake's gone, man. And it, I was Damn. like, what do you mean? He's gone. Like, I just talked to him on Thursday. Like he's like gone. Like he's reenlisting. Like he's going, what is he doing? And he's like, no, he's, he's gone, gone. And so then I was like, Oh shit. You know, kind of realized what she was saying. Yeah. And, uh, it was really rough for me. Cause that was, um, I've lost, you know, friends and, and mentors in the Marine Corps before I've had to, to do a lot of funerals for him. Uh, a lot of people don't know that's a big thing that reservists do is the military funerals around the area typically okay. go to a reserve unit for that branch. So a lot of army, a lot of Marine Corps stuff gets done that way. Um, but I had these, I was in a pretty bad spot for quite a while. And these people that I'd only met really once or twice on the hike or a couple of times in passing were texting me every day. I mean, some of them, four or five times a day. I had people show up to my apartment, people show up to work, just checking in on me. Um, I was literally walking somewhere one time it was to go meet another friend of mine. And I almost basically got kidnapped because I hadn't responded to these people and thought I was, a, they were like, Oh, you're coming with us. And I was like, I've really got somewhere to be. Not anymore. But, uh, yeah. it, but they were, everybody was just really sticking it out for me. They really made me feel like I had a, a great support network and I was just blown away by the support. So as soon as that happened, I was like, you know, this is this is something I want to be a part of. This is something I want to be able to pass on to other people. So that's what really solidified my interest in the in the organization as a whole. That's awesome, man. I mean, it. I am sorry for your loss, and it 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 comes down. To, Kevin's having technical issues. Um, it it the organization is incredibly we're incredibly passionate what we do, mm-hmm. and being a part of something greater. And then when when you know it hits hard especially when it hits home and it's a family member, a friend, a guy you serve with, it kind of mm-hmm. brings the whole thing to light of what it means to be a part of this organization. So I, I, mm-hmm. I completely get it, but we're glad you're here, man. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean, you brought up a good point. That's exactly what Reverend Warriors is all about. Like what you just described is what it's all about. You know, it's about the hikers. It's also about the coordinators, it's about everybody who gets involved in one way or another, uh, gets something from it. So, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely. So your hike is in two weeks. Anything anyone needs to know about? I don't know about Missouri. It sounds like a open state. <laughs> you will, it it is why. an open state you would find, yeah. Um, nice, there's nice. A, cool. We're going to be starting at the World War I uh, Liberty Memorial, which is mm-hmm. a pretty big destination in Kansas City. You can see it just about all around. It's got a big old spire, the flame on top, pretty easily defined for all the LTs that are going to be showing up to this hike. Um, <laughs> So we're starting there. We're planning to do a little jaunt around town. I won't give away all the details, but we've got some pretty good spots picked out. Um, there's a brand new uh, a brewery we're going to stop by that's veteran-owned and operated. The guy who runs that's a really nice guy. Uh, he's a West Point grad, Army officer, just really all-around pretty cool guy. We're going to stop by um, the uh, Power and Light District for a little bit, which is uh, pretty much just a horseshoe of different restaurants and bars around a big old center stage. Pretty cool place. Uh, we want to stop by the Korean War Memorial if we can, uh, which we will. Um, so we're trying to work through that. But it's going to be a pretty good time. It's going to be pretty toasty. So um, everybody should drink some water before, you know, the typical corpsman thing. Bring some socks, bring some ibuprofen. Uh, there are a lot of corpsmen that live in the city. Uh, if you fall out, I can't guarantee the sanctity of your rectum. <laughs> it's their way. Um, so what you do. I really tried to tell them like, silver bullet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Coors had no idea what they had going on when they decided to launch that campaign. Um, can, yeah. Little did they know there was already a campaign for the silver bullet, and that it was 
more vigorous than they could ever imagine. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, we're really excited. It's the second year we've already we have we had sixty eight I think the first year, and we've already surpassed that with the registered hikers this year. So nice, pretty excited for it. Awesome. Well, if you guys want to check out the hike, obviously head over to irreverentwarriors.com. Click on events, register today, bring people, bring your bring your friend. What? The meet and greet. Oh, and the meet and greet. When's the, isn't that the brewery? Oh, oh no. Yeah, the meet and greet will be the uh, the day before. We'll okay. push out. A, there's a Facebook page. It's IW Missouri that you can go apply to and we can bring you in so you can get all the updates on the hike. Or if you find me on Facebook, uh, Patrick Beal, I can get you added to that group. And we can, uh, we'll put out updates on there and we'll send out updates to the email list as we can uh, with info on where the meet and greet is going to be. You know, uh, it will be at the brewery that I mentioned earlier. It's called Red Stash Brewery in Kansas City, Missouri. Nice. So his other handle is Epic Stash going to mm-hmm. brewery. Just so you guys know. Indeed. Awesome. Hey, Patrick, uh, great, great interview. Actually, you, uh, had a lot of good things to say. Appreciate it. Um, you kind of in per in person, what's that word I'm looking for? It's not impregnated. Don't personified personified personified. It's I W personified. Um, I got brain damage. What do you you want? (laughs) That's why we're taking this medication. Yeah, there you go. Fair. Awesome, man. But uh, yeah, we got to move along. So uh, I appreciate it. And do you know what, Jeremy, I'm going to say it, write it down. Uh, Kansas City is on my list uh, next year. Next year, I'll make it. <laughs> yeah. to Kansas City. We'll keep a spot ready for you. Right nice. on the. You get this side. Jeremy can have this side. Nice. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate it, man. Take Appreciate care. You. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Later, buddy. No problem. God, what a jerk. Always, <laughs> oh, it's always, oh, there's always that asshole. The whole time, I'm like, how do we get him to stop? Uh, blah, quick, blah, 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 actually, blah, blah. I, know, I, I know you still see you back uh, backstage, but will there be free crayons at your hike? Just give me a nod, yes or no. Yes, there will be, Eric. So you won't go hungry. Uh, there's a, a edible crayon company. Yes. I totally forgot about them. They were supposed to be on my show. It's like they look like MREs, I think. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, and apparently they're... They have Whatever. a cereal. They now have an applesauce. Actually, you know I, mean, what? I think lot. they might be out of like Missouri or somewhere around there. Oh, and Patrick Little, I believe I was just chatting with him. Oh, Maybe. man. This guy's just name dropping. Uh, he's the, the 22 Sierra guy. He most likely will be at the Kansas City. I'm speaking for him. I have no idea. But, I mean, he's from Missouri, so I assume he's going to make the Kansas City hike. They're called the CREs. Yep. Let's, let's, we're going to have to start getting those from now on, handing those out. Okay, so um, I just want to backtrack a little bit for my story about the roast beef. I mean, the beef stew. Fuck it. I'll give myself this. Thank you. I was waiting for that. I mean, I'll take it. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah, you took it. You know, that's, that's the type of person I am. Let's bring on everybody's favorite. Everybody's favorite. Russell. Oh my God, he's wearing a mask. Uh, you know what? Hashtag be safe. Hashtag. Yeah, I'm just trying to do my part, right? You never know. Hashtag. Now, don't worry. At home by yourself. Don't worry. That yes. thing. That there's will, no one in my office. That will keep you safe, even though you have hair and there's gaps around your nose. Oh, <laughs> and it's made it's not out a of gas a mask. Sock. It's improper usage of PPE, sir. Yeah, that's not even PPE. That this is, is one of. This is made out of one of Jeremy's socks that he left in my house a couple oh, months ago. That was not my sock. <laughs> Maybe we it was something talk- else. We were just talking about cutting the liner out of our silky shorts. Yeah, so. that was like, that's my liner. <laughs> He's like, Jeremy, there's a weird bulge in here. You have a small nose. Is there a po- yeah. Why is there a pocket in here? What's it, was it my nose? Yeah. Uh, hey, I realized something, Russ. Uh, I've known you for, gosh, maybe three years. I think you're one of the first people I met through uh, Irreverent Warriors. Who the hell are you? Who is Russ Oxley? Let's get. Great let's question. find out. Let's find out. I know you're an IT guy. Are we going to Tarantino I know, this? I know you're a Tarantino. Start from the start from the end. And go back to the beginning. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> uh, you're you're a Californian, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> not <laughs> even remotely close. I thought you were. From no, I was Canada. actually born. I was actually born in Pennsylvania. No shit. See, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. whereabouts? You're on uh, Allentown. Allentown. I believe yeah. someone wrote a song about Allentown. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. Bruce, Billy, Billy, something, Billy, Billy. Dirk Bentley? Billy Idol? No. 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 Billy Joel? <laughs> Billy Joel, thank you. No, Billy Idol. <laughs> oh, I thought you were joking. I thought no, it was one of his most famous songs. Yeah, no, yeah. that was a good, good song. Yeah, well, I was born there, lived there for about a year. Uh, after that, we moved back to Germany. Um, I was actually a German citizen until I was 18 years old. A lot of people don't know that, but 
some of the reasons I sound like an idiot uh, because I spoke two languages and I went uh, trying to boil this down. But I, I went to German school first to ninth grade, spoke nothing but German. Well, my mom married my stepdad. I was finishing up ninth grade and then uh, I went into the DOD school on base. And then that's where I went to American high school and full to Germany. Uh, so it's kind of crazy for me. Now thinking back, I was in ninth grade. I wore camouflage pants. It looked like probably a school shooter. If you look back, if I think about it now, or right? like some, some nutcase or, you know, the emo Church kids nowadays. Right. Exactly. Yeah. One of those. Um, it, I cringe every time I look at those pictures from back then, but. Uh, Who doesn't? Good oh. Lord. Oh. Yeah. No, no. I mean, no, literally every time I see <laughs> pictures of me. You went straight like, for the insult. No, I mean in general. No, no, I do. No. I mean, <laughs> for sure. Like, this is why I don't understand how kids today, like your eighth and ninth graders who are writing stupid shit on um, uh, Facebook or whatever, trying to be deep and doing all that shit's forever. And when they're 35, 40 years old, they're going to be like, oh, right. man, I was such a douchebag. Yeah. Dude, I do that now. Look at stuff I posted on Facebook like three years ago. I'm like, what the oh, hell yeah, are you thinking? What are you thinking? Dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. At least yeah. you're not. So, yeah. See what I say? I knew we were going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> So I went to, uh, I went, the weird thing for me is I went, uh, went to American high school on base. I spoke no English at all. And they teamed me up with a football player, uh, African-American kid. And that's really how I got into listening to rap music because I didn't speak any English. So like how I learned English, and this is funny, is by listening to NWA, oh, freaking Ice Cube, Easy, all this stuff. That's how I learned English. Okay. So when people ask me where I'm from, I would say I'm from Compton because that's really that weird. <laughs> to me. That's where my personality was born, right? As an American, Straight that's how I, Compton. I'm not, I'm, I wasn't born in a ghetto, right? And I'm not kidding. My daughter just freaking FaceTimed me a couple of minutes ago. She says, dad, I'm in Compton. I'm like what the hell are you doing in Compton? But when I go to California, that's where I go to like, you know, just look around and all that. So oh, it's kind of stupid. Just be with family. That's funny. So you were yeah. like Lederhosen wearing German, like, oh, I can't picture that. I can't picture no, me like that. I, One of my good I, friends I, is, is German. I shouldn't have made fun of his accent. No, I don't think I ever had a pair of Lederhosen, but. Well, I'm disappointed. I don't doubt it. Did uh, you? Did you? I, I assume you were just down in the sausages, though. Uh, have you ever seen? Whoa! I, he's the only person I ever saw that can take a bratwurst and eat it like this. He doesn't even chew. Oh God! Right yeah, there's a video of a girl. I ask you not to share that. Ask you not to share that. Yeah. So no, you didn't. So then, that's how that's did you? When we're sitting in your hot tub, I did that, right? How did you get? Yeah, that's right. How did you get back? How did you get stateside again? Uh, well, my mom married my stepdad, um, who was in the army. So that's when he got stationed in Fort Hood. I went to, uh, you know, we did ninth grade, ninth, 10th and 11th grade in Germany. And then halfway through 11th grade, we moved to Texas. Uh, so it was in Copper's Cove, which is, you know, probably half hour away from Fort Hood. And my dad was stationed there. Oh, okay. So that's how we got back to the States. Jeez. You're not, re you're like from everywhere. Uh, I've been to a lot of places. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm pretty well traveled. I'm super, super happy. You know, I, I always have to think about, sounds stupid, right? But I'm telling you, I, I'm not lying. If I die today, I can really say that I lived a full life. I've seen all kinds of things, met amazing people, been to all kinds of crazy places. I'm super blessed. Big time. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about you joined the Marine Corps. What what made you? Why didn't you go Army since you had a, a stepdad who was Army? What made you decide to do the Corps? Yeah. So funny thing about the Corps, <laughs> I think I told you this before. A lot of people probably don't know this either. But when I was in high school, I didn't know what the hell I was, was going to do. I had no clue. I didn't even think about the military. All I wanted to do is go to California, right? Me growing up in Germany, like I, I used to skate. I watched all these skate videos, like freaking, uh, you know, band this from Power Peralta and, and you know, all this, all these, just all these skate videos and all this stuff that they were doing is in California. Right. So my goal was once I got to Texas, I was always going to go to California. And the Marine Corps recruiter came around one day and he said, hey, what do you think about joining the military? I said, well, my dad's in the army. I'm not, I don't really know if that's for me. I really didn't know anything about the military. Didn't know anything about the army, Marine Corps, whatever. And he said, boot camps in California. I said, whoa, 
sign me up. <laughs> no shit. And uh, a couple months later, I was in, you know, delayed entry program. I think my mom was actually gone and I was old enough to sign myself up. So um, my mom called because she, I think my grandpa passed away. Um, but she called and told me, you know, I'm, I'll be home in a couple of days. And I said, yeah, guess what, mom, I'm going to, to California. How are you getting to California? I'm, I joined the Marine Corps. Oh my Funny gosh. thing is my Whoops. dad, right? My dad said, you're never going to make it. My dad was a, a sergeant first class, E7. He said, you're never going to make it. You're going to fall and you're going to drop out of boot camp. And every time I got promoted for the first four years of my enlistment, I was in Okinawa. Every time I got promoted, I called him at mil- in the middle of the freaking night. Hey, dad, guess what? I got promoted. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> hey, fuck you, dad. <laughs> do you so know what time it like- is? Yes, I do, sir. I you do. Said- it's three in the morning. You said uh, delayed entry program, and it just dawned on me. I had a friend who did that when I was in high school. Uh, I, I don't know. like, So that's where you go back and you do your senior year after you do boot camp, right? No, no, no. Delayed entry program, uh, I, I can tell you because I know my oldest son was delayed entry program. He signed up to go into the Marine Corps, had everything ready to go. He, he had an MOS. He was going Intel. Uh, he passed his initial strength test. All you had to do is lose like 10 pounds and, uh, you know, and then he changed his mind. So you're basically on track to go into the military. You, it's, it's not where you're going to boot camp, but then you come back That's where they're trying to get you to ship out. Okay. Because uh, the army, it's like you do boot camp, then you go and you do your senior year. And well, then no, it, well, every branch does delayed entry program. Delay, it's just, it's sometimes you, the school that you want to go to for the, for the job you want uh-huh. sometimes is delayed. Sometimes it's backed up. Sometimes there's too many people. So you have to wait or it's full. You have to wait for someone to get out, retire, whatever for that spot to open up and then you'll go. So when, like, like when we had the last conversation about when we joined and what we used to do, I was in delayed entry program for a while because I was going to be the band. And then I realized oh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to leave till six months later. I was Did you say band? Yeah, I was gonna be. Yeah. I was a band member. I was gonna be in the band. I qualified. I passed for everything. I did the initial test. I did the initial test. My brother and I both passed. We were both ready to go. And then they said you'll leave in six months. I said no, I want to leave tomorrow. And they said you'll leave in six months. I said I'll leave tomorrow. They said you can't be a band member. I said I guess I'm not gonna be a band member. So yeah. I I said fuck it and got out of the delayed entry program and shipped right out. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. So you mentioned the band, like, and I laughed. But you know, talking to Danielle, who's one of the members on on our team. The band is no joke. Like people think they all they do is play instruments and they beat on the drums and all that jazz. It's a lot of freaking work. Yeah, remember that it video is. we yes. showed a few few months oh back? Yeah, Koreans versus the and they were tight. Yeah. So like oh, yeah. the, drummers the, the amount of training and playing yes. and it's intense. And it's it's insane. Yeah. Um. And yes, Eric, I was going to be in the band. I qualified, passed everything. I was a band member. I have plenty of good stories for band camp. I will yeah. tell you later on a Facebook <laughs> post that I am not banned on. He played the skin flute. He did. He's no, I stuck a it. trumpet up. I mean, um... <laughs> anyways, get your head out of the gutter. So How immature. Uh, t- tell us about, you were telling me a story and I, I have vague memories of it, but I thought it was kind of cool. Something about you jumping in the water off a boat with mm. some like high speed individuals or something like that. I say boat, but it was probably a ship or something. I don't know. I don't know what you seafaring people do. <laughs> yeah, that I, was I you, Russ. That, yeah, that oh, was sorry. Are you, are you talking to me? He's yeah, totally. Like, you guys, I checked out. I'm out. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I remember. Um, that's you know, I I uh, I spent some time with 31st Mew when I was in Okinawa. I spent almost four years in Okinawa. Three of that was with the Mew. Uh, when I was with the Mew, I spent uh, a large majority of that with uh, the Direct Action Platoon. And doing stuff with Fifth Force Recon. Now, full disclosure, I'm just a stupid radio operator. I didn't I didn't get my jump planes, I didn't get any of that shit. All I did with another comm guy is we provided communications to those guys. One of the coolest things I personally have been able to do is because I got out in 05. I didn't go to Iraq, didn't go to Afghanistan. I didn't do any of that crazy shit. Um, so the coolest thing I've gotten to do is work with you know, Force Recon guys, which Force Recon is before um, what we call now MARSOC. Right. And I was able to work with SEAL Team 3 uh, just doing a training mission. And I remember I was climbing off the side of the ship and I have a, I have, I got a pack on 
you know, crypto and all this stuff in, in my pocket, and my dumbass almost fell off the side of the ship into the water. Of course. I just remember this seal grabbing me by, by my backpack and pulling me back in the boat. I was like, holy shit, you just saved my life. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> And then, so, like as we're as we're going on shore, I'm thinking to myself, like I'm, I'm I think I was a lance corporal, even a corporal, but I'm I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like I'm I'm in a boat, right, in a stab, one of these seal tactical assault boats, with all these badass people. Like, why am I here? Oh yeah, I'm just I'm just doing calm. But it's so cool. Like it was incredible to have that feeling to be among like these elite people, right? Does that make sense? That's it was, it was incredible. Cool. Yeah, it was There's- crazy. There's um there's a T-shirt that says in small letters, I w- what well, says I was and then it's in small letters attached to special yeah. forces. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, so, I, uh, I say that all the time. I don't. I'm I'm I was a nobody. I didn't do anything special. I did communications. So what what was what was it like to actually land on Okinawa uh, back in '45? Jesus. So funny thing. Uh, 1995. Don't be a smartass. I went to the 50th <laughs> commemoration of Iwo Jima. So wow. technically, I did go to Iwo Jima. We went, uh, we went ashore. I uh, went to shore in Elkax. and I'm oh, gonna really? tell you, if if you, it's incredible to see even some of the fighting positions and stuff. A lot of the stuff is still there. Wow! You can go into some of these holes, and you you'll find uh, you'll find skeletal remains. You'll find rounds. You'll find uh, bayonets. You'll find all kinds of stuff. As we were going back on ship, because I went there on ship, you know, they they basically strip searched us. The only thing that we were able to take back is sand. And I brought back a crap ton of sand uh, from, from Iwo Jima. But it's, I don't know how to describe it. It was a really eerie feeling because you know some shit went down there. And you feel a like- A lot you, of shit went down. Yeah, and you, you know that a lot of people lost their lives there. It was really How many weird. Marines died on Iwo Jima? Uh, not the right person asked that. Yeah, it's a lot. John, John Bassalone died on, on Iwo Jima. Yeah. And then something like- 99% of the, the Japanese died on Iwo Jima. I think they killed themselves. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Uh, Flags of Our Father, fantastic. Uh, no, no, no. What's the one? Letters from Iwo Jima. That's, uh, yep. that's a great one. Flags of Our Father was kind of eh. Um, so, yeah, tell us about Charlotte. The sec- No, that is the biggest city in North Carolina. Uh, oh. We have a hike coming up in a few, what, weeks? I don't know. When is Charlotte? We, have a, is? we have a hike in Charlotte? 21st. <laughs> 21st, right? Yeah. Am I doing that right? I'm yeah, no, 14th. So, oh, a couple no, of weeks. Yeah, August 14th. 14th. Yeah, so yeah. we have we have the hike coming up uh, in Atlantic Beach, which actually which is next weekend. Right. So right. and I, and I said this. Now so I'm, I'm, I'm not sure Beach, how this is Charlotte go. and Raleigh, all in August, yeah. okay. all in one month. Yeah. So months ago, when we talked about this, like I was telling you know telling the guys, I'm like, are you 100 percent sure that you want to put three hikes in one month? Because I'm, I don't know how many people are going to be able to come, especially from out of town, right? So, yeah. a lot of times people who are coming from out of town and they're picking a hike to go to. They're like, "Oh, we're going to go to Atlantic Beach, or you know, we're going to go to Raleigh." Um, I do feel like we're going to have a large representation from North Carolina go to all three hikes, right? Yeah, I think we're, we have incredible numbers for Atlantic Beach. I'm so proud of what those guys have done. They've done an incredible job trying to push that hike the same way that uh, Wilmington has with social media. Um, they're doing really good. We're working on trying to get our numbers up for Charlotte. And also there's, there's a hike, I think in Raleigh or something that some losers Somewhere are planning. <laughs> Not there's only going to be like 15 people yeah. there. So yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> five. And we're three of those 15. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. That's right. No, yeah, that'll be a good one. It's an action packed month, man. I'm going to tell you, it's, it's going to be incredible. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what we have planned, but, if you've been to a bunch of hikes, I'll tell you, every single hike is different. Every hike has its own flavor. Uh, it really comes from the energy and all the stuff that these coordinators are putting in. Because a lot of us go to different hikes and they see what we like and see what we don't like. We'll see what works and what doesn't work. And let me just try to come up with things on our own to, to come up with an incredible hike. You know, I will tell you, um, being the the district coordinator for, for North Carolina, I try to really help these guys out as much as I can and just make sure that, uh, you know, they always know that we're here to help them out. It's, it's a lot of work, man. I, I was telling you earlier, like I, I no joke was on the phone with two of the guys from Charlotte today and I was crying because I was explaining to them how important this mission is and how much I appreciate all the work that they put into this. Right. Yeah, Cause it is a lot of work. Us. It's a <laughs> lot of work. No, cause I don't like you, Jeremy. We've talked. I about know this. you love me. He cries yeah. for Jeremy. Like on his way home, he's like, I should feel bad for that guy. Yeah, every, no, <laughs> I cried today at lunchtime. Right. Cause I get up at three to work. 
Mm-hmm. So like Jeremy at noon says, Ooh, look where I am. I'm at prime barbecue. <laughs> I'm hungry as a hostage. I'm done with my work for the day. I'm like, so now I got to go downstairs and eat a sandwich. Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> While he's eating barbecue. Yeah. Awesome. Only his favorite place. Why, right. why is, uh, someone asked about percentage of active duty. I mean, that's hard to Ooh, say, but yeah. you know I, I did the math today. North Carolina has almost 10% of the hikes. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah, we have like, seven, yeah. Yeah, seven out of 70, and I, there might even be more than 70. It's like 75 at this point. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, North Carolina, why does North Carolina have such a a massive support system in, in North Mil- Carolina? All the military bases here. Yeah, I guess yeah. So. Yeah, we are pretty pretty packed. We're a small state and packed with tons of, like, Bragg is, like, the hub of airborne and special operations uh, Lejeune, I'm kidding. Fucking uh, hate you. Uh, what well, they say Bragg's the center of the universe, right? Isn't that what the army guys say? Yeah, probably. It's yeah. crazy. That's where I worked, and it was yeah. insane. That whole that whole moniker of Vietnam is it's so yeah. spot on. But also, also think it depends on the state, right? Because there's there's the state, and obviously the people that are in it. Because some states, I feel like, are more supportive towards mm-hmm. veterans and towards the military. Period. Yeah. You know, when you when you go to a I'm not sure if you've ever been to Boston, but I went to the Boston hike, I think two or three years ago. And that to me has been one of the most patriotic cities I've ever been in. Like everywhere we're going, people were clapping like USA everywhere. Almost the entire hike, people were doing that. And it was intense. You know, all of us are crying and and high-fiving each other. It was awesome. You go to some other places and some, some cities, people are like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Why are you bothering me? Why are you wearing those shorts? Right. Oh, yeah. We got to grow up in Raleigh. That was fun. Grow up. What? Like, what do you you mean grow up? This is the guy yelling while driving down the street. Come on. I had, I was was doing a road garden. Some some guy, uh, some guy was trying to cross the, cross the road and he rolls his window down. Like, he cracks his window. He he yells at me, grow up. I was like, roll your window down. What did you say? He said, I, I said, grow up. I said, what are you talking about, dude? You guys need to grow the F up. I was like, do you know why we're out here? We're out here to prevent veteran suicide. I don't care. You guys need to grow up. I just looked at him. I said, hey, you, I love you. You have a great day, buddy. See you <laughs> later. so mad. Keep going. <laughs> nice. What an and, asshole. <laughs> and, and it appears after um, recent reports today, we were worried that there was going to be more masks and all that. But it appears that we're cool. We're all set. We don't have to wear them. Right? So oh. at the Charlotte hike, the Raleigh hike, we're, we're good to go. Oh, yep. oh good. Yeah. I just bought new masks today. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you're excited. He's like, I love wearing my mask. Yes. Uh, Johnson County, actually, my kid's school district just allowed it to, uh, you don't have to wear masks. Choice, yep. Unbelievable. That's, that's freaking awesome. Yep. Woo, woo. Awesome. So, uh, obviously, if you guys want to learn more about the North Carolina hikes or any hikes nearby, head over to reverentwarriors.com, click on events, and look, look at all the, the millions. There's millions of hikes, hundreds of yeah, millions of lot. hikes <laughs> across the globe and on the planet Mars. In the yeah, that's exciting, Mars. man. Like this year, I believe this year is the first year we've gone international. And yeah, well, I thought about that, and it's technically not because everywhere we're going, that's overseas, our territories, London? territories. London oh, yeah, is shit, not a London. U.S. territory. No, you're right. Seriously, you're, Kevin. Yeah, misinformation. I, I forgot misinformation. we were going to London. I forgot we we're going to London. And there's didn't you rumors, go to college? There's rumors that there might be in Normandy. Yes. Like, that yeah, that's be, exciting. That would be awesome. Ooh, if you think rumor. about the growth, if you think about the growth that we've had year over year, it's freaking bananas. Yeah, it's pretty it cool. really is. It's pretty and cool. next year, I'm not I'm not going to release the numbers of rumors that I've heard, but we're adding a lot. 342 hikes next year. Russ, That's what heard I heard Russ. every freaking weekend. Yes. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. Um, Travels paid for by 21 Gun Podcast. That's right. That's right. Which send is the paid bill, for by Reverend Warriors, which we get paid nothing. DM to Jeremy. You get paid in hugs. Kisses. We do. We get paid in hugs. I'm going to take you up on that one. I'm going to bring you barbecue too. <laughs> All right. Uh, Russ, always a pleasure. I will see yeah. you probably in Raleigh because I don't get out that much, but I will definitely see you in Raleigh. We should go and get lunch again. We used to do that. At Prime Barbecue. No, no, no. That, that place down in Wayne County. I forget where, where the hell we were. Uh, very interesting. Now, yeah, maybe we're in Goldsboro. I don't, I don't remember. Um, but well, I work for, from home. I don't work thank, in Goldsboro anymore. <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming on. I appreciate. No, I love it. you guys. Uh, yeah, I'll be t- hey, do you know what? Uh, before you go, uh, pool interview. True story. Pool interview. True story. I was, uh, 
I was sending Russ dick pics today. Am I lying, Russ? That's not true. Wasn't I? No, I was sending you pictures of like uh, Dick Van Dyke. Oh, Dick, Dick Van, Van Dyke. Dyke. <laughs> and I was sending you, I was like, oh, Dick. Was it you? Maybe it was someone else. Was, God, oh, you, you stole that remember. one off of my profile that says unsolicited Dick Pickens, Dick Van Dyke on it. No, because Kevin only messages me when he needs something. And then I always right. follow up with, what happened to us? We used to be in love. And then I yell at him. and Like, no shit. So <laughs> he keeps I'm, trying I'm, to I'm get him this... out for a pool. Hey, he's actually stayed in my house. He stayed in my bed. You know what's weird? But I don't, I don't know how to describe this correctly because I'm not the smartest person. Mm-hmm. However, I will tell you that I feel like when you meet somebody, there's something chemically that you, you can figure out if this is your guy. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? That's like when I first met Kevin, I first met Kevin and within five minutes, I'm like, I love this guy. There's something about him. It's definitely not his hair, but it's something about Kevin that I love. Right. Definitely not the hair. Well, but, I appreciate it. It's called a bromance. Dude, yeah, no, it's true, bromance. right? But there's there's some like you can meet someone that maybe it's one of your friends, you know, Jeremy. And he's like, yeah, I love this guy, and I can meet him. I'm like, I don't like that guy. There's something about him is doesn't jive with me. But it's <laughs> definitely not the hair. Yeah, like I said, Kevin, three years ago now I've known you, so awesome. You need, you need to get a haircut, dude. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate all those lies. <laughs> it's all okay, true. We appreciate I speak it. No lies. All right. Hey, thanks for coming on. Um, no, I love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Love you, buddy. All right, take care. So, so I'm wondering. There's a couple videos uh, I wanted to end with, and one creeps the hell out of me. It's called, dude. Evernote keeps dropping my notes, so I good thing I have it on two areas. One of them is called "The Most Eerie Sounds of Vietnam," but I think it's long, so I want to. Yeah, it's long. I don't want to do that whole one. Why don't we do? Um, here, I'll show you something. Do you guys? Do you want? Do you want to go in the Wayback Machine? The Wayback Machine. And where is it? I mean, I have the videos pulled up. No, I have this one you don't have access to. This is a special video. We are going to go in the Wayback Machine, and you're going to see young Lieutenant Sullivan. Oh, shit. Who is, let's see. Oh, it's under downloads. It's under redtube.com. You know what? I had it already. If I can't find it, I'm going to be so upset. Okay, here See, it is. He bragged about it. And it's not even there. Here it is. Are, are you ready for this? I am too. You're going to be one of those annoying camera people, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> My laugh is exactly the same. It's almost 20 years ago. God, we were so young. What the hell? That is you? Now that, where am I? The glasses knew it. There I am. Jesus. There I am. You're such a boob. <laughs> I'm so So that guy that you saw at the end there, um, Sam Price, he became a full bird colonel and he, he was one of the, he was the guy that carried the football for uh, I think it was President oh, Obama. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Uh, crazy. Damn. Like, yeah, he told me all about it. Uh, pretty insane. I forget what they're called. Attache or something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, one of the uh, crazy dudes I ever knew who actually ended up working side by side with the president of the United States. Fucking hell. That is our show. Uh, yeah. Tell us what you think. Email me, Kevin at 21gun.net. Next week, we'll have someone here in studio. I don't care who it is. Uh, just let me know if you want to do it. Yeah. And I think we'll start taking um, like it, call, call people calling in. And sure. Then I'll send you guys the link and stuff like that so you can guys pop in. So if you guys would like to do that. That um, would be super fun. Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll we, figure it out. We do this to, uh, improve mental health. So call text, write, get in touch with people you served with. They might get annoyed by it, but who knows one of these days you might save someone's life and that's it. We will see you next week. Yeah. Next week. Awesome. Take Bye, care everybody. everybody.